That's fine. Yeah, you have a powerful voice. So welcome to this uh, youth-led... I'm not youth. Um, service. You're, to- you're totally youth. <laughs> Just in case I really thought... Uh, youth-led service um, to celebrate spring harvest and what we learned. Um, we feel like we want to talk about the banners. Um, yes, so our banners, we have a huge array of previous banners. Um, we always uh, create banners before we go, mainly because if any of you have ever been to Butlins before, the accommodation is identical throughout the site. And previously, before we did banners, our youth used to just charge into the chalet that they thought was theirs and come across some poor family who were like, oh, hello, and they would feel terrified. So we have banners that sort of show where we are so that the youth can find us easily, but also just to give us a sort of sense of identity. We also enjoy making them the few days before we go as well. So um, uh, we always have a a girls banner and a boys banner and um, for whatever reason that has been lost in the uh, history of banner making, we always have a pair of pants painted on them. Now, weirdly, this year, the boys have a frilly pair of knickers on it, and, and the girls have a pair of boys' boxer shorts, and I'm not quite sure how it ended that way round. It's a bit strange, but it was... Uh, uh, I love the fact that the youth are always like, OK, it's got to have pants on it, and there is never any question. Um, and then, of course, it's got to have everyone's names and spring harvest and the year, and then anything else that's possibly related to the trip like, I think one of them has... Have we not got Pound Shop written on it this year? Oh, gosh. No Pound Shop. <coughs> pound Shop. <laughs> pound Shop. There we go. Um, yes, so those are our banners. Um, we were a group of 20 this year, if you can believe such things, with two minibuses, including a Freddie and an Ian that we snuck in as well, um, who we were incredibly grateful to have with us. We were an amazing team this year, and it was very much appreciated, especially as this little man was not the easiest of chappies. Um, But uh, yeah, no, we had an amazing time. We took uh, mostly a group from the Friday nighters and then a smaller group from the Sunday nighters. And they all just had a nice time mixing and having fellowship together. There was a lot of fellowship together because it rained a lot and so they had to hang out inside, um, either in the pool or in the chalet. Um, But they did get on really well with each other. We've had frictions between some of the friendship groups that came before and actually they were all marvellous and we didn't have any falling out while we were there which was a miracle in itself Um, and I do believe Ian enjoyed watching Family Guy at midnight I think with the boys (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah just an idea of the sort of day to day things that we did we got up in the morning we sort of shuffled breakfast down them while they were half asleep Uh, we would have a sort of morning uh, chat between us where they all came in some of them were you know still wrapped in their duvets but they were there and uh, we would have a chat about the previous day and how it had gone and and what they felt God was saying to them and any sort of amazing coincidences or stories that they'd heard Um, and then we'd sort of go through don't fiddle with that and then we'd go through uh, what we were going to do that day whether it was swimming again or going out and doing a barbecue and then uh, 
then they would go for a morning meeting, then we would have the whole day free, and then they'd have an evening meeting as well. Um, what was really nice is that we would have... Dramatic pause. We would have a dinner all together um, before the evening meeting, which was really nice, and it gave them a chance to uh, chat to each other about what they were doing and everything. And we also played a game called Soul Murder, which got really out of hand really fast, but uh, only in a all in a good way. Uh, although they were all given much like a sort of Secret Santa style, a name of someone else in the group that they had to kill that day. Um, and to kill them, they had to tap them on the bottom of their foot and shout, soul murder. So of course, being teenagers, they were very dedicated to the person that they had to kill, not necessarily too concerned about their own safety with someone trying to kill them. So we had a few who were trying to kill someone and then they suddenly got killed. Um, but it was, a, a, it was a very enjoyable game and we reset it every day because obviously there was a lot of killings. Um, but. They, <laughs> It's, it's a very good game to play when you're away for like a, an extended period of time rather than just an hour or so because you can play a long game and make people sweat it out, which is nice. Obviously, you can play it during the morning and evening services or in the pool, um, but they had a great time playing that. Are you good? You off? You bye now. Um, so that's a sort of general idea of what it looked like. Um, again, the weather was horrific. It rained sideways for most of it. And at one point, they had to close the skyline, which is that big white building in the background because of the high winds. Um, but we had a lovely time all together. And uh, they're obviously already planning next year, which is always a good sign. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah. <laughs> Brian has a notice for us. Brian's got a notice. Hopefully you may have been given already one of these, which is a uh, Thy Kingdom Cumberland booklet. If you haven't, I have plenty spare. Um, this was an initiative that started in the Church of England, but all Christians are all together in one body of Christ, and so we don't have to uh, be particular about its Church of England material, but uh, it's a booklet which encourages us over the period from Ascension Day, which is when? Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday through to Pentecost, which is when? 28th, Sunday week. Okay. So it's 11 days. And it's 11 days. It's an opportunity in this booklet to just share a Bible verse, a thought, and to pray for our friends and family, it's particularly for them to find faith in Christ. So please use it, and uh, if you haven't forgotten the dates, you've got a bookmark to remind you, and you can also use the bookmark for other things. Okay, thank you. We are going to open our service with a prayer. Yeah, we like to see you, and it's not always hidden behind a desk. Hello, can I just uh, reiterate what a great time we had at Spring Harvest, and uh, what a pleasure it was to be with these miscreants, I mean, um, <laughs> these young, folk, young people. Um, and we mustn't forget that GCSEs start tomorrow, and there are some... Young, some of our youngsters that haven't been able to make it this morning because apparently they're so dedicated to their revision 
that um, they can't spare an hour on a Sunday morning. But uh, never mind. Um, thank you to everybody who's come along this morning from Spring Harvest. Well done. Okay, let's, uh, let's start with our opening prayer. Lord, we are grateful to be gathered together today to worship your holy name. We offer our worship and adoration to you, for you are worthy to be praised. We lift our voices together to offer you all that you are due. Thank you for bringing us together today to worship in this place. Amen. So we're going to start with our first song uh, by the, what we're calling the church band today. We have two bands, church band and our power band. So uh, it, the first song, if you'd like to stand and sing, Be Thou My Vision.
you'd like to uh, remain standing, we're going to sing This Is Amazing Grace.
Okay, so who am I going to start with? Let's get Molly Mason over and done with. So this is Molly, Molly Mason. That's Molly Cook, just we've got Molly times two, basically, all of the time. So, Molly, what was your favourite time at Spring Harvest? The beach. <laughs> Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Um, it was fun. <laughs> was it a sunny day? Ish. Ish. It was the best day. It was the day we'd chosen to go to the beach and all the other days were just dismal and wet and windy. And then the sun came out, came out and we were able to go onto the beach. And then what else, what else happened on the beach, Molly? Barbecue. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it came around us. And that was your favourite time? Yeah. It was very good, yeah, thank you. Um, and so how have you gone forward since last year? Um, do you want me to give you? No. Okay, you want to do it? Uh, last year, I decided to become a Christian. And uh, now that I, yeah, <laughs> um, every time like, I hear like, the word of God and stuff is like, more meaningful. So. Well done. Right. We were just so happy when you became a Christian, Mummy. Still happy. Okay, do you want to do the next one? Choose, make them nervous. I love, I love this. Yeah, I was like, who am I gonna ask? What am I gonna ask? Um, you've written some words here, and I don't know what they mean. Um, Molly, what was your favourite time? Uh, I liked going to Minehead because we went to Skegness last year. Did Did you prefer Minehead to Skegness? I like them both for different reasons. Oh. <laughs> what a dodge. You should be a politician, shouldn't she? <laughs> which, which one did you prefer, Molly? Oh, Which one did you prefer? Oh, Which one did you prefer? Mindhead all the way. Mindhead all the way, yeah. Of which there was a lot of all the way because it took us seven hours to get back again. <coughs> um... Uh, what do you think Jesus has in store for you in the coming 12 months after all the chaos that we have had there? Um, uh, well, yeah, like I said, church stuff means, means more now because I understand it a bit more from going to the meetings and stuff. Do you feel like, um, because you're going to be, thanks Freddie, um, that you are heading into year 10, that you feel like you are prepared for it better because of the experience you've had? Don't just say yes. Yes. Two mollies, very few words from the mollies, but never mind. Um, 
Ollie, what was your favourite time? Um, probably waking up like really early in the morning, like on like four hours sleep, and then just going to Costa to wake yourself up in the morning. Come again? <laughs> no. Sneaky, very sneaky. What was your favourite moment, Freddie? Uh, uh, <laughs> Should we give it to Lorraine now? Thank you. Okay, and Ollie, I think we've got another question for you. Um, what do you think Jesus has in store for you in the coming 12 months? Um, well, obviously I've got my GCSEs this week, so I'm hoping like to do well in my GCSEs and I'm hoping that like that's his plan too and to go to college and everything and do well, get a future really. We'll all be praying for that for you, Ollie. Um, and lastly, Evie. So, Evie, uh, what challenges have you overcome? Um, challenges I've overcome because um, when you're there, it's not. It's really easy to like talk about your faith and that lot. And back in the outside world, it's really difficult. But I've obviously um, overcome that. You can actually. Um, whatever faith you can talk about, um, um, you can do, do it within the outside world as well. So. And how do you feel that you've gone forward since last year? Um, I've gone forward from since last year because um, I've grown in my faith a lot more um, and now I've gone uh, do um, other um, regular um, um, Christian um, um, youth group weekly and I've come back forward because then I can share stuff what I've learned from um, the times there and it's just like bring and it's like made me stronger in my faith really and I can talk about my feelings and that lot when I'm going through difficult times and that Brilliant. thank you everybody so that's just a little snapshot of what people got out of uh, spring harvest and when we put uh, your favourite time swimming was not the option but I do have to say swimming was their favourite time <laughs> Okay, thank you guys. Take a seat. And now we're just going to um, enter into a time of uh, prayers of intercession. And it's going to be interspersed with uh, our power band. So if the band members want to come up and usurp the church band. They're going to play uh, two verses. They've been practicing meeting together on a Wednesday after school um, for a couple of months now. And it's so exciting that they've put this e effort and commitment into it and then therefore being able to produce the music. So we're going to enjoy that now in between the prayers. I'll be um, diving around 
for the people who are saying the prayers. You'll pick it up. So we'll two verses, a prayer, and then um, another two verses. Is it Becky or just one verse in it's between? It's going to be one verse one, in between. Okay. So All right. As much as there's two up there, just sing one lap, and then we will okay. do a prayer, and then we'll do it again. Okay. One. All right. Take it away. <laughs>
Okay, so well, um, now we're going to have a recording of uh, one of our chaps who can't make it today, um, but he's uh, going to give us the reading, and it's from Teddy. Unfortunately, it sounds like it's... Oh. James 1, 19 to 27. My dear friends, you should be quick to listen and slow to speak or to get angry. If you are angry, you cannot do any of the good, thing God, of the good things God wants done. You must stop doing anything immoral or evil. Instead, be humble and accept the messages planted in to save you. Obey God's message. Don't fool yourselves by just listening to it. If you hear the message and don't obey it, you are like people who stare at themselves in a mirror and forget what they look like as soon as they leave. But you must never stop looking at how perfect law sets that. That sets you free. God will bless you in everything you do if you listen and obey and don't just hear and forget. If you think you are being religious but cannot control your tongue, you are fooling yourselves and your religion is useless. Religion that pleases God the Father must be pure and spotless. You must help needy orphans and widows and not let this world make you evil. So this is Simon Boddington, our moderator, and he's going to bring the message to you this morning, and we're just going to pray for him. Dear Lord, our loving Heavenly Father, thank you for the people that you send to give us a message from you. And please bless Simon's words, and bless us as we hear and listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lorraine. <clears throat> I was thinking as I was listening to the two mollies, I could take a leaf out of their book and uh, just say a couple of quick words and be gone. So I will not try and... I'll, I'll keep myself shorter than I may normally, but the... Um, but, uh, mind you, a lot can be said in very few words, can't it, as well? So uh, it's lovely to hear that feedback from the, uh, from the Spring Harvest guys. So, so the reading um, that we've been... Uh, uh, just heard is a reading comes from... Um, uh, the letter uh, of James and it's uh, a letter this church is looking at over a number of weeks now in fact through May and June and the theme of this is actually the slide actually would you mind which is like that one thank you all right 
is about listening and doing. And it's really quite important, actually, because it's very easy to listen and sometimes it's a bit harder to do. And it's quite interesting listening to some things that people were saying. It's about, you know, it isn't just about hearing something. You know, what we believe in the Christian faith is that you know, God's word comes into our lives and, and wishes to change us and lead us and, and that we live with him in life. And that's all about doing. That's about being, you know, whatever that, that means. And it doesn't always mean we're perfect people by any means. You know, God knows we're not, right? But he just calls us to follow him because he, will, he promises to lead us if we give our lives to him and say, Lord, I just want to follow you. I don't know, don't know much about this. I don't know where we're going, but I'm going to trust you. And that's really what the word says. Uh, but we need to respond to it. We sometimes can come uh, to church and, and we can just hear things and we can listen to, and we go, oh, yeah, that is a very good message. And that's great in a way, but it means nothing in a way as well. Because what it, only, it only means something if we're then willing to say, well, okay, this is, how, this is, gonna, this is what this is going to do. How, this is how I'm going to try and live now. This is what I'm going to try and do. Maybe there, there's people where I, I could help in different ways. You know, just, just listening to a word that says, um, love God and love your neighbor, you know, it, again, doesn't really mean anything until we in some way embody it, make it part of our lives. And that's what the Christian faith is all about. Sometimes Christian faith, we've, we're very good at um, making things complicated. And, and uh, churches are very good at making things complicated. All right? And we can lose sight of what faith's all about. You know, faith isn't necessarily about those, you know, it's nice to have the Christmas carols as part of a Christmas story, you know. But the actual fact that you've had a nice nativity and everything looks pretty and sparkling. Yeah, it doesn't really mean much. What it means is if, if that story, again, comes, if part, becomes part of your life and you try and live in the light of what you see God doing in the world, in history, past, present, and future. So that's what James is trying to do in this little passage. He's trying to say, don't fool yourself into thinking you can be good religious people and you come to church every Sunday and you give some money and you can try and be nice on Sunday. It's only one day of a week after all, so maybe we can manage it on Sunday. Um, and that's good enough. It isn't. That's not what following Jesus Christ is all about. Following Jesus Christ is about sort of living it 24-7. And that means living it with all the stuff we know is not right. It doesn't mean about doing, you know, just doing, you know, when people, other people are watching us, you know, sometimes, again, in churches, you know, we can look at each other and we try and, you know, polish ourselves up a little bit, you know, and we sort of uh, act differently on a Sunday. We should be acting the same way every day of the week, every hour of the day. That's what the Christian faith is again. And we, again, we know we don't do it perfectly, but God calls us just to follow him, to trust in him, to recognise that he is willing to help us walk following Christ. He doesn't expect us to have all the strength and all the ability and all the whatever else. He doesn't expect us to have it. But he says, if you follow me, I will give you my spirit, and my spirit will live within you, and my spirit will lead you. And that's all the faith's about. Not this building, not our... I say religious things we tack on and we may like, but, that, but that's not the core of the Christian faith. So I think that the key message here is we need to be able to hear God's word. It's good to come and listen to God's word. 
when we read about for ourselves privately or we come into church and we hear it read, it's good to listen to God's word. But again, the first thing we need to do with God's word is recognize it's God's word for us, our loving Heavenly Father, as it were, speaking to us and trying to guide us and lead us in life. And therefore, we have to not only listen, but then the second step is that we seek to respond. We seek to, as it were, learn. Because again, we learn that the word of God is a transforming word. God, by his spirit, for his word, can change us in ways that we can't do for ourselves. He can lead us on in our lives. In the good times, but in the bad times as well. Everybody has difficult times. And we need the Lord in both. And the Lord lead us on. So it's really about, I say, listening to the word. And that, I say, that may be, I say, Sunday mornings. That may be um, just a private time you have it in every day. It doesn't, you don't need to be listening to a lot of God's word. God will speak through very little of his word. Sometimes it's purely a verse or two you might read. But read it and then ask yourself a question. Lord, what does it have to do with me? What do you want to say to me? through that word and very often through such prayers we find ourselves being led to maybe to others who maybe need some help need some care or we're being sometimes shown ourselves more clearly and we recognize things in our lives which are not of God and we needed to put down and leave on the side the little image in the in the text that was read to us was a mirror I don't know about you I get up in the morning I look in the mirror I go oh here we go again and you look in the mirror and, you know, okay, as a man, I'm, I'm shaving and, and, and whatever. But it's very easy to, to go away from the mirror, whether it's been shaving or just doing your eyebrows or whatever it is. Um, probably need to do those as well, actually. <laughs> the, um, it's very easy to go away and five minutes later you can't remember what it looked like. Yeah? Yeah, which is yeah, just us in our way. But Paul uses that in this text. He tries to say, be careful you don't do that. If you've looked into God's word, if you've listened, you've taken the time to just reflect and pray into it, and God has shown you something through that, now don't walk away and forget. But go walk away and live it. Yeah, and there's a real difference. Sometimes we see ourselves and we don't like what we see. We probably all can do that at times. All right? But God loves what he sees, and he knows what he wants in our lives. So let us give him the opportunity to speak into our lives through his word, both through our listening, but then through our attending, as it were, to what is said, and being willing to say, Lord, help me with this. And maybe you've had a word that says, you know, the Lord's calling you to be more kind to someone, more attentive to someone. You know, um, again, don't try and just do it in your own strength, but just rightly pray and say, Lord, help me. This is your word to me. Please help me in, with this word. The important thing about, also about God's word, and this is like the third thing, point I want to make about this text. We've got the listening. We've got the, like, the attending and, and embodying it, as it were. But the reason we embody it is what... God wants his word to do. He wants his word to bless us. And the, word, the text says that a number of times. He wants his word to bless us. And then he wants his word to bless others through us. You know, the Christian faith is not a selfish faith. It's not a faith about just me. Oh, I'm saved, lucky me. You know, you're not, sorry. You know, it's not the Christian faith. The Christian faith says, 
yes, thank God for your mercy and compassion and your salvation, but, but now through me, I wish others to help others see what I've been able to see. Not because I'm, I'm good or special or proud or whatever, but because you know, this is God's word for the world and not just for you know, sort of certain uh, individuals who happen uh, to believe. So we just need to think of that. And again, that text I mentioned a bit earlier, love God, uh, but love your neighbour as yourself. A Christian is called to serve and to serve others around them, both their families, their friends. Jesus said, love your enemies. You know, Jesus said, serve those you don't like. I'm sure, again, you know, we're all human beings. We all have people we're not that keen on in our lives. You know, but sometimes God says, no, it's that person I want you to go. And sometimes through that, something very new and real and living can come out of that. So that's really what, Paul, what, what um, James is writing here. He's saying, listen, listen, embody it, make it part of who you are. Don't, because the other thing is we sometimes listen to God's word, little aside, listen to God's word, and then we go and tell someone else about it. And if we'd done that without actually taking it on board ourselves, we really are hypocrites. You know, I mean, you know, and, and often Jesus in his day used to regularly criticize religious leaders of his day for being hypocrites. That's why he found the most hypocrites, actually, in, okay, synagogues, churches, call them what you like. You know, people who are very good at hearing, very good at telling someone else that's what you should do, but actually aren't very good at actually taking it on and saying, no, I'm going to do this first, and then the fruit of that hopefully will come out of my life and bless others and reach to others. So that's as simple as that. That's all that text is saying. It's saying, listen to the word, take the word on into your own life, embody it, right? but then allow it to be fruitful through you. Allow it to be blessed, you'd be blessed by it, but that, that blessing may actually also come to others. There's a final slide there, uh, Brian, if you wouldn't mind. And it's that simple little text. James says this, um, but uh, uh, Jesus also has it. It's recorded on Jesus' lips in Luke's Gospel. Blessed rather are those who hear God's word and obey it. It's actually in the, in, as we reach out to others in Jesus' name, that we are blessed as well as hopefully they. So, let, us, let me pray for us. Father God, we want to thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you for your word that speaks. Your word that by your spirit is open for us and suddenly becomes not a dry, dusty bit of print on a page, but something that actually is inside of us and keeps, as it were, knocking on the doors of our conscience, wishing to be allowed to come on in. Lord, soften our hearts, we pray. Help us to open ourselves to who you are, to the wonder of all of you are to us in Christ. And help us to live in this world as humble followers of Jesus, seeking to bless others in your good name. Amen. Before we come to the communion table, we're going to sing uh, once uh, more. And then that song is going to be Good Father, Good, Good Father.
seated once again. Hello, Freddie. Oh, he's gone again. I thought he was going to help me. We come to the part of our service now which is called the Lord's Supper, uh, Communion, uh, Eucharist, Mass in the Catholic tradition. The um, and it's a, it's a simple ceremony we hold in this church um, once a month currently. And uh, we do this because Jesus told his disciples uh, to share in a meal. And uh, just before Jesus was crucified, um, he had a, his last supper with those disciples. 
And he, in that supper, he took bread and he said, this bread is, is broken for you. It's symbolizing the fact Jesus is going to be nailed to a cross. His body was going to be broken, but it's, it's happening for our sakes. And likewise, after supper, he took, took a cup of wine. And he said, this fifth cup of wine is the new covenant in my blood, basically. But it's basically through his death that we are given life. And therefore, as a ch as church and Christian churches of all denominations right around the globe, remember this. Because Jesus said, he said, he not only did this at this Last Supper, but he said, do this in memory of me. You don't forget what I'm doing for you. And therefore, this is something we do on a regular basis. Now, if you're here new today and you don't feel like sharing, that's absolutely fine. You'll find the bread and the, and the wine will be passed around. If you just wish to follow Jesus and you feel that in your heart, then share in this meal. Nothing more complicated than that. But if you aren't sure, and that's absolutely fine, then do, as I say, just feel, allow these uh, bread and this wine to pass you by. Jesus said, he said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And he says in another passage, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we come to this table, not because we must, but because we may. We come not because we feel strong, unable to follow Jesus, but often we recognize our weakness. We come here not because any goodness of our own gives us the right to be here. We don't, we don't come here, oh, I'm a good person, you know. We don't do that. But we come here because we recognize we need his mercy and help. Come here because you love the Lord a little and would like to love him more. Come because he has loved you and shown that to you in the cross and has given himself for you. So come and meet the risen Christ. I'm just going to lead us in a prayer of confession. Let's pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, to whom all desires are known, and from whom no secrets can be hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts, we pray, by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may love you perfectly and worthily magnify your holy name. Amen. So, Father, we want to give you thanks this morning that we can come and share in this simple meal of remembrance. We come here this morning simply to declare our love and our faith to you. We come to ask for your forgiveness, but we also come to ask for your strength, as it were, that you might help us walk in the way of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. So the bread is distributed, and uh, please uh, say, let it pass by if you don't want to share, and uh, we eat as we're served. So Lorraine, what's the name of the server? Can we have a... Jackie, would you mind just helping? So I should have sorted that out. Thank you very much.
body of Christ. In the scriptures, it tells us in the same way after, after supper, he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant sealed in my blood. Whenever you do drink of this, do this remembering me. Again, we share out the, this isn't wine, it's fruit juice, just in case anybody wondered. But um, once we're all, all served, we, we drink together. today about uh, talking about hearing God's word, about responding to God's word. And as we share in this meal, you know, recognizing that God is faithful to his promises and he is with us. Father, we want to thank you for this simple meal of remembrance. Lord, help us. If we've seen something particular of you in this morning, help us not as a word to walk from the mirror, 
and forget. But by your spirit, may, you, may it be held within us and may we go from this place changed, as it were, by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lorraine, I think. Yes. Back to you. So, yeah, another band switcheroo. If our power can come up. Okay, so we're going to um, sing a song now together, and it's called How He Loves. Um, it's a new one to this church, I believe. Um, so we're all on a huge learning curve, so it'll be fun. So take it away, our power. us 
Teddy's brother Riley, who also couldn't be here this morning, has made a recording of this final blessing for us. <laughs> Lord Jesus, your sheep know your voice. I am your little lamb and I will follow you wherever you go. Increase my trust in you and your command. Let my ears ever be listened to your voice so that I can come running to your side. Help me to trust you as my only shepherd confident that you will keep me from all harm and danger. In your faithful name I pray. Amen. Amen. So that concludes our service. Um, you're more than welcome, after we've sung, uh, listened to the final song played by Our Power, but there are refreshments um, in, the, in the rear hall, and I think there might be cake, so please help yourself. So let's um, listen or um, this, sing. This is a, a brand new one. Yes. So to feel free well. to. It, it, this is the end of service song, as it were. So you are. You feel free to either stay in and enjoy it and learn a new one, or head to the back and be the first in line for the cakes. Um, I just wanted to. Oh, it's gone. Um, I was just going to show you those uh, pictures. Sorry, Brian. Um, that is the last two, two decades of spring harvest um, pictures. Um, unbelievably, they have removed the mines. Which was always a running joke every year that we went, of like, they'll take the mines down, they'll take the mines down. This year, there were genuinely no mines. It was very strange. Um, so um, we sat where the mine would have been instead. Um, <laughs> And last year, of course, we weren't in Minehead, so uh, we've got a nice one of us on the beach. Um, 2020 was the year that we almost went. It got cancelled two weeks before we went, and so one of our competitions with our young people um, on the week that we weren't there for, obviously, um, was for them to recreate their own um, mine photograph um, because we take it every year and so uh, the 2021 is was done by Paige and every single little character on there is one of the people that would have been there that year so they're all colour coordinated I think Lorraine's in purple somewhere and I'm in blue um, so uh, yes that was that was that but yeah it's quite I mean and we've been going since before that point as well I think the earliest one I ever did was 2000 and um, but Lorraine and Nick have been going for a lot longer than that as well. I think, Lorraine, it was quite nice um, to have you back because you've had a big gap in between, and so it was lovely. Um, 
just as a reminder, Spring Harvest is for the whole church. Um, it's not just for young people. And I know that many of us in the room have been before. Um, there's the mum's picture, which I think is 2013, um, where we didn't actually take a youth group, but a group of us from the church went. Um, so Lynn's in that one somewhere. Um, but... Um, Again, it poured with rain the entire time. I don't know why we go at that time of year. Um, but um, I'd highly encourage you to have a think about wanting to go next year and to start saving. It's not too crazy in terms of money. And it really is a really uplifting time of fellowship with other Christians. And um, our, our youth group like going because it's nicer than doing a summer camp because they like being inside to sleep. And... Uh, and yeah, I'd highly recommend it. Like they all had um, special youth-led services, but there was obviously the main service that uh, myself and Lorraine went to, and Ian and Anthea and Evie, and it was just it was just lovely to be amongst people again, especially after um, we've had COVID for so many years. So um, please have a think about it. Please Google it. You don't you don't even have to acknowledge us if you do go. <laughs> in fact, I probably if I was me, I'd walk in the other direction. <laughs> Look at those freaks on scooters again. But, um, yeah, no, I'd highly recommend it. Um, we even bumped into Pat, who is... Oh, in the 2012 picture, he's the guy on the far left. Um, he is now a reverend, and he was there with his family, who were probably... His children are probably, like, six or seven. We bumped into him in the car park whilst we were trying to find somewhere to park. It was amazing. We kept bumping into him. He was in the pool. He was, yeah, he was everywhere. So it was great. Um, it's quite a legacy of weird and wonderfulness. So I'd highly recommend it. And if you want to come and help out next year, Nick, you like catering. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've, uh, I can't remember when the booking opens, but it's only in a couple of weeks, I think. But anyway, we'll be there again, obviously. But um, I'd highly recommend it. It's great. Um, also, we've got Big Church Day out on Pentecost, if you want to go to that. That's a local one. It's only an hour down the road. And it's a big um, festival with music. So um, that is an outside one. But uh, yes, lots of things going on. So please do have a think about these times where we can all be outside of the building meeting other people it's great right feel free to go get your coffee and cake we're gonna do one last song if my lungs can take it <coughs> yes Ready? No, you're good. You're good. First two. 
for it and we'll start in, in verse two. You did a three instead of a four and that's oh. where it all went funny. You're good, right. has done an amazing job today so well done to her and to Pat who I don't think has breathed for the entire service because he's been playing his things so well done and to Molly who has jumped in to sing when we were supposed to have Riley and Teddy and didn't so um, thank you very much guys and of course to Nicole on the guitar over there it's nice to have an electric in the room sometimes isn't it thank you everybody success we can now go and have cake I will put it in Nigel.